Well, howdy. Hey, man, it's good to be here at Souls Harbor Baptist Church. Where will you be next time I come? Uh, <laughs> this is a church uh, on the wing, you know. You fly from one place to another, man. And, but boy, I love this auditorium. I love the, I love this facility. This is fantastic. Man, if I... Uh, Fairview Baptist Church is a, similar uh, to this church here in, in, in building, and uh, we bought it for um, a little bit more than what you paid for this church here. And uh, boy, and they said, "Don't move downtown. Uh, you know, you, you, you're going to lose." I was told this by pastors, and in fact, uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm a city slayer. You know, you know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't like to have my church out there in the cornfield someplace, and you have to find it. You know, and, and uh, <laughs> I like to, I like, I like it to be in a place that uh, there's traffic. You know, happening. People are down there. People drop in. You know, you may. You, I imagine that's what you have down here. Uh, people dropping in and that need Jesus. They need help, and um, that's what we're here for. You boy, you know, you know the, the Hoovers are quite the people. Boy, you got a writer that the, the, the senior Paul there, man, man, he can pass everything but a gas station. I mean, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I tell you, I've known Brother Doctor uh, Hoover since he was four, about four years old. Is that right? His dad and I went to school together at Pillsbury College many years ago, and. Um, when he was in high school, he used to drop by my office in, in Great Falls, and he'd want me to talk to him about the bus ministry, because we had a bus ministry, and he wanted, he was going to start a bus ministry. Is that right in, in Missoula? And uh, he wanted to know, you know, I just I just talk. Uh, I talked till I thought if there's anything interesting in the bit, and uh, but he he's, he's by the way he's been a wonderful friend. Wonderful friend, a praying friend. He remembers. He remembers his people. He talks, and you know what? He's he's never met a stranger. I don't think. And uh, he's been good to this old this old uh, preacher. I've, I've I've preached since 1957, uh, and um, God's been good. I have no regrets. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about Fairview Baptist in Great Falls. Uh, Great Falls is a town of about 60,000 people. You know how many Baptist churches are in Great Falls, Montana? 14. Five of them are independent fundamental Baptist churches. Five of them. And Southern Baptists, I think they have uh, maybe, maybe it might be, uh, there may be more Baptist churches, I think. I think we're probably running about 17 and catching about 12. But, uh, but uh, there's, uh, we, we got more in the, in the independent Baptist churches than the five or six of Southern Baptist churches that have beautiful buildings. We got, um, uh, and, uh, and I thought um, I had an evangelist come there down, uh, to our church. We had we we choir, and by the way, hey, we were pianists, boy, that boy. That that penis is great. Don't let her go. Pay her a thousand dollars a week. You know, tell her to save. And uh, you know, the kids singing back here. They, they they sing. 
they that sings great songs, but blesses my heart. I got to, 41, I think, it, no, 40, oh, you know, we got a bunch of them out there. I don't know their names, but um, grandchildren, I got, I think it's 20 grandchildren, no, 20, I don't know, 26 or 27 ch- grandchildren, and I think we just had our 21st. Uh, and I don't, I don't even know the name of the, something like uh, LA, California. I mean, why don't, what happened to Mark, you know, Mark and Joe and Dick and Harry? They, they, the latest appliance out, they named their kids after, you know. Uh, uh, and one kid in a Sunday school called Abagundi. It's not like some new new country over there in, you know, it's, it's, that we need to take over. That's ostriches. Well, I have, and, but anyway, I got all these Ishas. I got Alicia, Alicia Keisha, Misha, and a bed to go. I mean, I would die. <laughs> anyway, it's wonderful to be. They, 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 they said, you, you, nothing can happen in Montana. Nothing can happen. They, the churches stayed the same size for years. They had a lot of small Baptist churches in Montana. And the pastors would stay until they could find a way, until uh, they could afford to leave Montana to go to other places. They stayed. And um, uh, I went there with the same idea. I'd stay three years. But, you know, after three years, nobody wanted me. I mean, anywhere else. And uh, so I stayed. Best move I didn't even want to make. It, amazing what God can do. You know what? I wake up every day excited to be where I'm going to go. Sometimes I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm excited about it. You know, there's, why I say, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, but that boy, I'm not looking forward to something, something happening. I mean, one, somebody said one time, Dr. Ed Johnson at Forest Baptist Church rose about Minnesota quite, quite a minute. He had quite a ministry there uh, for years, and it grew from a small little dilapidated church to a church about seven, eight hundred. And one of his associate pastors said, Brother Johnson, let's do something rather. Evidently, they weren't doing anything exciting. He said, let's do something. Let's do something. Even if it's bad, let's do something. Uh, you know, uh, bad, bad publicity is just as good. To, it's, it's at least getting the news out some people. Some people have come to Fairview Baptist Church just because they heard about me. Man, Man, I love hearing about me. That man, he runs that church like a, you know, anything he says that people jump. Oh, I'd love to hear that because I don't. You know, and they they find out that I'm just a little sinner saved by grace, and that uh, you're always going to get you know, praise the Lord. That I, you know, criticism that that makes you, that makes you want to go. You know, if you, if you're preaching. And if you're doing right and winning souls, you'll find this. Let's let's first of all turn to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. This is all about this. This you probably said, "Oh, I'm, I know what he's going to preach on." You're right, I am. Going to preach on going to jail. Going to jail. How, I mean, no one wants to go to jail, especially in the Bible times, right? Amen. Man, I mean, you go into some of these, uh, you know, go into some of these prisons nowadays, and man, you got three squares every day. 
And you know, in facilities, they got TV, they got lounges, pools, and everything else. You know, there's some that don't even want to get out of prison because they feel that even when they get out on parole, you get them out, they, they want to go back because they've spent most of their life in prison. And at security, they said that, that's home. Our, when we go out, people are comfortable in their sin. They were imprisoned by a false gospel. And we don't need anybody today watering down the gospel. It's not come as you are and leave as you were. I, I, I have a pre- preacher, Brother Randall, that got saved. He was a, a drug dealer in, a, in, in Great Falls, Montana. And he was actually the one that broke your legs if you didn't pay your bill. He's six foot four, three hundred pounds. I mean, I mean, he was he was a tough guy. He would he was, he was in jail and everything else. And um, and my he got hurt on, on a railroad deal, uh, and he ended up in the hospital. And one of my backslidden Christian people working as an aide at at the hospital. God can even use backslidden people. You know, you don't hear too many about forward sliding, but you always slide backwards. She got burdened for a man named Gary Randall, laying in bed who didn't even know, he didn't know anything about the Bible or anything else. Well, he grew up in a Methodist church. His dad was a Sunday school teacher, but he lived in a sinful home, and his father even sexually abused him. And he was in pain, excruciating pain. And this day, saw Brother Elledge coming up, my, my associate pastor, for 36 years. In the hospital, visit every day. He'd go up there. He, and the people in the hospitals loved Mark Elledge. They knew him by name, and he, he, he could have. And she said, Mark, there's a young man down there in the hallway that he is crying out for help. This tough guy, who guys are afraid of, the first time he heard the gospel, the first time, the only time, he accepted him right then and there. He can't understand why people don't go, they hear about this. He said, I was so glad that somebody loved me. I was so glad that somebody loved me. One day, uh, well, anyway, this is a Macedonian call. Boy, it's a thrilling story. Thrilling story. The world, you know, people say, hey, the people of the world treat me better than the Christians. You've heard that, haven't you? Yeah, try it. Try it. there's, there's always cantankerous people. And maybe you are, you are the one. You know, you know just a uh, guy uh, one time, he was eating, what does what that call it? Uh, that cheese that stinks. What was that? Limburger cheese. I never, you know what, Brother Hoover? I could never figure out why they put holes in cheese, uh, 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 Swiss cheese when it's Limburger that needs the ventilation. Uh, Right? Well, anyway, 
One fellow got some Limburger, well, he, I don't know if you eat it or not, just above his lip, you know. And he went around, and boy, everything stunk that day. Boy, wet, it, is, it all something right underneath his nose. I heard Dr. Clearwater say one time, coming to Pillsbury College, he says, I understand there's a lot of kissing going on around this college. And he says, a lot of it's going on right underneath my nose. Oh, that's funny. You can laugh now. Let's together. <laughs> All right. You, we all try to plan. They, they, they would like to have your, your, your life plan for you. I never, never in, in my life thought I would be where I am today. The Apostle Paul, he had no intentions of getting saved. He was not, he wasn't looking for a great time that he got struck down, you know, he got away, whacked. And, uh, but he knew what was happening. Then he said, who art thou God on the Damascus Road? And then he got sent to the back side of the desert. Boy, sometimes I've been there. But you know, that's where you get your training. You know, the, you know, the mountain, oh, I, I, I thought it was the Christian life. It's a mountain peak experience. That's where you enjoy the good times. It's down in the valley where the work is. Down in the valley. And you're getting down that valley. And the, there's people that, that need the Lord. I, I, I used to uh, eat a little restaurant. Uh, I think it was called the Huff and Puff. And uh, I would I'd go in there and it was, it was a little, you know, what do you call it? Greasy smooth place. And um, Brother Shear, one of the pastors in Great Falls, uh, one of the churches we founded and started, in fact, I brought him out there. He says, I, I took him one year to pastor school down in Hammond, Indiana, and he wrote with me, and he says, Hey, Dion, you know every greasy spoon place between Great Falls, Montana, and Hammond, Indiana. I said, yeah, and you loved them. I mean, you get characters. And there, there was a lady, can I just tell you this story? We'll go back to this one, I'll fit it in somehow because I got a time limit, they'll kick me out if I don't. But um, anyway, I, I, I start witnessing to this one lady in, um, uh, in, in the Huff and Papu place. And um, she, was already, she was already saved. Then I talked to her husband. And... Um, I, I didn't think nothing of it too much, you know, that I, I witnessed it. But she, uh, she, I, I wish I could have said that I led her to the Lord and she ended up at Fairview Baptist Church. She didn't. But uh, she, got, she got saved in, the, in later in life. And uh, she was gloriously saved. But she, she had come occasionally to Fairview Baptist Church, she and her husband. And there's her son that got saved before her, then got her into the church. He said this. He told me one day, he said, Pastor Dion, of all the preachers that come in here and eat in, 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 in a, a cafe, you're the only one that ever talked to my dad about the Lord. I never thought anything about it. But let me tell you the story of this lady. This lady grew up in a, in a which she never went to church. And she wanted to go, she saw everybody going to Sunday school or in church. 
but her mother never made no attempt to uh, go to church. And she asked her mother if she could go to Sunday school, and her mother said no. In fact, uh, one, uh, and she'd go. Some, sometimes she'd go out, uh, uh, even leaving their house. Didn't tell her mother to go out in front of a church to stand right out in front of the church, waiting for somebody to say, well, "Why don't you come to Sunday school?" Nobody ever did. She wanted to get saved. Not to get saved. She just and one of one of her, one of her little girlfriends at school said. Uh, Oh, you can come to my Sunday school, and uh, and her and then this this mother of this daughter, this girl said, "No, she can't come to us. We don't want her." At our Nobody wanted her. But one day, after her son got saved at a Nazarene church in town, he said, "Mama, will you come to church with me?" And she says, "I walked in and I got saved right away." And I thought, I wonder how many people are, there are out there that just want an invitation to church. Anyway, here's Paul, and you know, there was there was Paul, and there there were there were Silas, there was John, Mark, and you know, and and they 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 were going out and, and going to go to the cities, various cities that they had preached at, and see kind of make a connection on how the churches were doing that they had founded. And then there, there had to come a, a contention between uh, uh, Paul and, uh, and another guy, the other, and, uh, uh, and then somebody. But Paul chose Silas, and if you look in uh, Acts chapter fifteen and verse forty, and being commended by the brethren unto the grace of God, and he went uh, through Syria and Cilicia, confirming the churches, kind of checking up on them, and seeing not he didn't wasn't the boss, but he just. This is the called follow-up program. Then came he to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, and the son of a certain woman, which was, was a Jewess, and believed, but his father was a Greek. Well, anyway, which was well reported of by brethren, they were, they were of Lystra. Him and Paul have to go forth with him, and took and circumcised him because of the Jews, which, and... Uh, and as they went, look at verse 4, and as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. This is all said, you're saved to serve. You're saved to serve. Let's say that together. We're saved to serve. That's how you enjoy your Christian life. I mean, God, I mean, I had a gentleman who came, came to church he was Mr. Enthusiasm, but he, when he, but also could he, he, he could uh, uh, complain a lot. He could complain a lot, you know, and he, he, he complained about the bus ministry. He complained about this, and he complained about that. He found out all kinds of problems, and and he couldn't find any church to satisfy him. So he said, "I'm going to." So somebody said, "Well, why don't you help?" And all of a sudden, he started working, and he, and he ended up heading up our bus ministry at Fairview Baptist Church. We had probably a, 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 over 200 kids coming in on those buses. And, um, and, and all of a sudden, he comes in my office one day. He says, you know what? I, I complained, and I complained about the church. Work, but he said, I just got into it, and I don't see the problems they're having. I'm not, uh, <laughs> he says, I don't see, I, I'm too busy doing things for the Lord. 
he's serving. I mean, uh, one fellow came to my church one time from another church and said, well, I'm thinking of leaving this church. And I'm, I'm, I'd like to be, uh, come over to this church, but I'd like to be in charge of giving the communion. I'd, I'd like to have a title. I mean, I mean, we are, I mean, where's the idea? He, he, he was going to be, you know, be a blessing to our church. I mean, I mean he was going to, and he, he said, I want my own little communion deal. And I'd like to go out and help the sick and have communion with them. Well, that's, that's, that, that's, that's an ordinance of the local church. Amen? That's a, I mean, uh, I mean, and he, uh, uh, but, and then another fellow came and, uh, and from Wisconsin. Oh, pardon me. And by the way, Green Bay is my second favorite team. I, I, honestly, that really is. Before the, the Vikings, there was always Green Bay. And, uh, and and you know I I hope they win today and uh, and you know it's it's wonderful uh, and it's amazing. There's people that think their teams that think they're indestructible. They are on the sidelines today. In fact, is two of the favorites. And you know what? Losing a football game is nothing compared to losing your life. And, and going to hell for all eternity. And um, remember, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. I mean, I played football at, at one, of the, one of the big universities in the, in the country, Pillsbury Baptist Bible College. We are a powerhouse. We lost to Northland College in uh, not the Northland that was the fundamental church. There were two Northlands. Did you know there was two Northland colleges in Wisconsin? We we played them. We lost seventy three nothing nothing. I mean we were we were we were dangerous. I mean, uh, they, they were afraid they may stumble over each other and that they may hurt themselves, you know. They just I mean but uh, <laughs> and like I remember the, the, I, I I did um, <laughs> The, uh, some of the guys said, well, let's go out soul winning in North, in, up to the city of Ashland, I think in Ashland, Wisconsin. <laughs> and, and the rest of the team said, no way we're going to go out soul winning. We got just thrashed 73 to nothing. We're losers. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Uh, uh, here, here we have two evangelists going out there. And they're going to get, they, they are not going to be popular. They got they're, they're peddling the good news. Good news, you're going to get beat up today. Isn't that thrilling? You're going to be beaten up. You're going to be, be, be silly because you heal somebody. I mean, uh, you pray, you put your hand on, and I'm, you know, I believe in healing, uh, but I don't believe that God does it on a land, you know, on a supermarket business. He doesn't have a big prayer. You know, I mean, after all, uh, how often do you... Uh, and, and it doesn't matter... If you're saved or unsaved or anything else, you know, be healed. Boy, you know, that's, uh, you, you, you're up there dying of you know, cancer and, so, and, 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 and one guy, when Oral Roberts coming along, says, something good is going to happen to you. Yeah, yeah, you die, go to, to deathless uh, eternity. You know, this, this life is worth living. I thank God for every day that he gives me to live here on the earth. And I'll tell you, I am nuts about football. I love football. I mean, football. College, Catholic schools. You know, no, not really. I, my favorite team 
my favorite football team is whoever Notre Dame plays. Is the other team is my favorite. I'm not a, a Catholic. I just like you know. But, but anyway, um, I, I have never cut my service short. And uh, we've had Super Bowl night, and even when the Vikings were up there, and I was preaching, I was kind of in between saying, "Lord, help Grant Tarkenton," <laughs> and I I would never cut out for one football game, or cut our services or anything else. Uh, I, I I'm not no superhero, but I'm telling you what, Jesus is number one. He's number one. Because you know what? Today, Christianity is not going to be uh, live, and tomorrow we, 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 had, we, had, we had some church problems, and things are done. We, I'm kidding. Hey, what an opportunity. You know, you, all you are, if, if, you know, there's, there's some, there's, there's, you know what? My feeling is when there's people that uh, may not work out in your church, but they may they, they may be weeds in your church, but they could be grass in somebody else's place. See, they, they fit in. Certain, there are certain things that seeds you put in. But anyway, let's, let's go back to the story. So they're there. These men are out. They, 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 they did not know they were going to go to Macedonia. I mean, they, they, you, you, you have your life all planned out just exactly what you would like to do. I wanted to be a football coach. I wanted to be a teacher. But, you know, because I knew all about school because I spent extra years there. And, uh, you know, I didn't make, make certain grades. You know, they kept me back by popular demand. I was really popular, you know. And, uh, uh, but I had all these plans. I didn't want to be a preacher. But I remember there was this girl that I just, just didn't want to go out with me. I don't know. Hands, I was handsome. I had hair. I, I, I could just, like that, you know, and I had my hair just kind of duck's tail back here. And I was a Christian, and I thought I, I, I used to, I, I, and she was from northern Minnesota. She was like, she looked, uh, when she was in the hospital, she looked like she was back living in the days of, you know, what is that, the, 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 the old fashioned. Michael Landon on the program, and it looked like she had a hairdo, and I thought, uh, and but one day I just needed a date real quick to go to the state fair, and I asked her if she told me she wouldn't, no, she wouldn't go, and, and I I tried everything, and I I even uh, finally she agreed to go out with me, and then and I was telling Brother Hoover today, she was so naive. I sang her all those choruses, you know. I, I used to be a uh, evangelistic song leader, and that was way many years ago. And I told her I wrote them all. I, I told her, and she kept saying, "Ooh, are you, are you 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 wrote that song?" I said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And I and I and I, I had been singing all these different choruses to her, and she was just sucking it all in. Oh. Man, you are, you are something. You're not as bad as I thought you were. And um, I said, no, no, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't say the last one. I said, but this is one. I said, do Lord, oh, do Lord, oh, do remember me. And she says, I think I've heard that one before. I said, yeah, that's my most popular one. <laughs> I finally told her. And, but, but see, she, she believed anything. There's all kinds of people around there. They're, 
They're preaching a false gospel. They're preaching, I mean, uh, you know, these, these progressive churches today, they may have crowds, but they don't have church. I mean, uh, um, they, they have, you know, they have, they have uh, mostly rock music and then they have a sermonette to make you a Christian so you go out smoking your cigarettes. And, uh, and, and, you, and your life has not changed. If any man be in Christ, what? He's a new creature or creation. There's, you're saved from sin. And that, that doesn't mean that you're perfect and all, but uh, you, you now have the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit, and you've been sealed, sealed unto the day of redemption. You, you can't become unborn physically and then born again and again and again. And um, uh, I know the word sec- eternal security is in the Bible. It, it isn't that, that, that terminology, but uh, for God so loved the world, and that was not real estate. That was people. He loved the people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have what? 60 years of extra life. No, everlasting life. People believe in a battery, an everlasting, everlasting battery lasts forever, you know, but they don't, that has an expiration date. But you're, uh, you know, you are, this is just a, a little parenthesis in the time that you're going to spend with eternity with Jesus. This year, can you think of it here? This is just a, you have, when I was born in 1935, you know, they give you these little books, you know, that tells you all about the year you were born, you know, that, and uh, somebody gave you that. And it said, the, the ex- expectation of a man, of a baby born in 1935 is 57 years of age in in United States of America, 1935, the year I was born. 57 years. Now I'm, I'll be 85 in five days. I, I know I look, well, I'm only 55, I look like 55. And I've, you know, I told you about my hair, you know, had, you know, wavy hair, you know, just, it's still, it waved goodbye. Uh, after a while. But they say all good men come out on top. And, uh, and then, then, then Brother Paul, he grew right through his hair. Uh, <laughs> the hair forgot to go with him. Uh, and um, all right, now, look with me here in, in the 14th chapter here. Uh, uh, let's go here. Uh, uh, first of all, in verse 13, and on the seventh day, Oh, I gotta get going. Went out on the city by the riverside where the prayer was one want to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the woman, you know, and then, then a certain woman came named Lydia, a seller of purple. She got saved. Then she got, you know, then she obeyed, obeyed God and got baptized. Amen. That, that's good. That putting on the uniform, and then and, and then came along and we went prayer and certain damsel possessed with the spirit. Well, anyway. She got free and got saved. Now, the world does not want, doesn't want you to close down the bars. They, don't want, they, 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 don't, they want the drugs. They want everything else. And you, you, get in, you are an, you're, you're out, out, of, out of sync. You're not 
your, 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 your old school, if you're against that, you're not going to be popular. You, um, if, you, if you think uh, you can win uh, uh, the, the seat, uh, what do they call it, moral majority, if you think you, there, is a, there is a moral majority, try to get elected if you're a Christian. I mean, I'm talking about a committed Christian. I mean, nowadays, you, you can be anything that seems like you be a Christian. But notice here, uh, people feel sorry for people that are getting beat up. Now, Paul and Silas got really whomped. Really whomped. Hey, let's up here. This was no party. They didn't give it just a few lips. They, they, they were they're bleeding and everything. And this, in the, this keeper of the jail... And by the way, when you go to the prisons, a lot of times you can't tell who's the guards and who's the prisoners. This guy was a tough guy, but he had a family. But he, and he put the stocks on these men. But he, he saw them, first of all, beat by the crowd, and he saw the blood, and he saw the, the anguish, the, the, it, the, 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 the parts of the body, no doubt, turning blue, and put them in there. And he saw what the world did to these people, and he, he, he just observed it at that time. Now, how would you feel you're, oh, you are not, not silly, beaten? I mean, there's, you know, when they talk about stoning Stevens, I always thought they just took stones. Like we used to throw stones at, you know, our enemies, you know, as kids. But they used boulders, and they, and they, they threw it at Stephen, you know. And that, boy, that, how, how you can stand it I love MMA wrestling. And, you know, I don't know why, why I love it. My wife says, how can you, a fundamental Baptist, the believe in getting people saved, watch two men beat their brains out? I said, I don't know, honey, but I love it. Uh, but, <laughs> but I can't stand somebody, she's anybody getting hit, <coughs> sliding on, I was hitting their head, boy, that, that, that bothers me. But this, so here, here Silas and Paul, they're in jail, and they're now stocked. And at midnight, Lord knows when they, what time they went in, they start singing, do Lord, oh, do Lord. No, not really. But uh, they start singing praises to God. He had never, evidently, he had never seen anything like that. And he, he saw some Christians that he didn't hear them screaming or crying, and but he came under conviction himself, and he was sleeping on the job. Boy, in those day, <coughs> early days, uh, a fellow told me he, he fought over in, Korea, uh, over in Vietnam, and he was with um, um, uh, Korean, Korean they had soldiers, Korea had soldiers over there in Vietnam that were with the United States, uh, but they did have one guy from the United States, dudes, and he said, those Koreans protected me like I was going because they, 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 they're American. But he said, if one of their men, their own men, the Korean people, the, uh, the soldiers, the Vietnamese were scared spitless of those, the Koreans. They were ruthless. If one of their men slipped up somehow, they just took, instead of doing any discipline, they just took him out and shot him. Isn't that something? Just your own people. 
And sometimes we get Christians, when we're supposed to fight the world, you know, fight the good fight, that doesn't mean one another. That means the world, the flesh, and the devil. And, um, and he had a compassion for it, but he, first of all, he, he said, my life's worthless. My life is worthless. You ever get to that place? My life is worthless because all of a sudden the building began to shake. The doors flung open. And uh, he thought for sure Silas and um, <laughs> Paul, <laughs> almost forgot who was in there, um, uh, said, hey, don't do it. And he said, we're still here. We're, we're not we're running around. See, if, if they had gone out, and they, they would, he would have had to commit Harry Carey himself, you know, or be shot by or killed by his own people. And he came in, and he fell, and he said, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Somebody say Amen. And people say, I don't believe in easy believism. Well, I don't either. But I do not believe in hard belief. Where is he teaching the Bible that you need to have, have to go through so many things? Uh, you know, uh, it says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Confessing your sin, getting right with God. That's a simple plan of salvation. God loves you so much, he makes it easy for you. He does all the work. He pays everything. And, and the man got saved. His family had a new life. Isn't that worth it? Gary Randall came to Fairview Baptist Church after he got saved. He did, he, he, Mark Elledge tried to get him to come to church, but he wouldn't go because he said, nobody wanted, Christians wouldn't want me. When he came in our church, loved him. Folks, when he came to Fairview Baptist Church, he was a big six foot four guy. He wasn't 300 pounds like that at that time. But he had a t shirt on and jeans. And I mean, he had, uh, man, uh, and his wife looked almost tougher than he. They looked like Tarzan and Jane, and they smelled like cheetah. Uh, but, uh, man, uh, the, the people just loved him in church. And then Gary got. Uh, then he said, that's pretty good. And then he said, come to the evening service and everything else. And he never turned back. All the, he got saved in, the, in 1978. That man, I mean, we were in a youth meeting one time in Billings, Montana. And a, a youth director from up there in Red Lodge said, uh, are, you, are you Gary Randall? He said, yeah. He said, Boy, he said, when I was a teenager, he said, I was scared to death of you. He said, he was from Great Falls also, the, the youth director. And Gary said, why? Well, I didn't even know him. He, says, he said, because if we didn't pay our bear, pay bill, they said, uh, you'll, see, you'll be seeing Gary Randall. He's got the, would you say, he's got the tenderest heart as a pastor. I mean, he, he it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire in our church, we got a few uh, where he's at. And uh, we got, People that are just having a tough, tough time. 
But that person will give as much time. He'll give as much time that any person, wherever you are, as long as you want to live for Jesus. I've seen him just just have to deal discipline people out of the church. That if he looked at the how the how the money comes in the church, he would want to keep him, you know. But he says, "I'm sorry, but you're no you're no longer allowed to come." And he had he's had to do that several times with it. And I think. Even as a pastor, I thought, boy, I mean, these people are, I mean, uh, they, they, at least they felt they were influential, and, but sin had gotten into the camp. But it, here's the thing. At the, a family, this, and we started having the Bible college, and we have people getting saved, and churches started all because of a, 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 a Mountain States isn't a big college. It's a, it's small, but it's big as far as I'm concerned. Because anytime you do anything for God, it's big. It's big time. In fact, it's the most important business you have here. This is the most important business in this area, right? What you're doing here. This is with eternity's values in view. This is the for eternity. What you're doing here. You may not fill the auditorium here at the moment. I know it's an off day. I don't care. Uh, we're not going to say, oh, man, look at how many of you are not here. I used to do that when I first went to the pastor. When I didn't have the crowd, but pastor. Uh, I, I say, oh, man, I, we, we just didn't know what happened. And the evangelist, uh, Neil Cadwell, I went, went to school with, he said, Brother Deanna, never tell them that the crowd is down. They already know that. They don't need to have you. you got to get up there and say, the pastor I have now, bless his heart. No matter how many people are in the church, we ever got a crowd here today. <laughs> we got, man, you can hardly find a seat. I think, man. And, I mean, he just, uh, you, you might as well never talk to him about uh, how was church. Fantastic, man, we had a crowd. I mean, he, I mean, he, he just sees his people. He doesn't see empty spots. See, see what I mean? You look at, some say, hey, there's not much there. Not, it's the quality, not the quantity. I, well, I kind of messed that message up. But uh, you know what? Salvation is keeping on going and keeping on going. Dr. Parker used to say, the Christian life is like riding a bicycle. You've got to keep it going to keep it going. That doesn't mean that you, that doesn't mean that you, you lose your salvation if you fall. You just fall off. You have to get back on that bike and just keep it going. Uh, just keep it going. Uh, I love that little chorus. Would you, would you sing with me? With the, you may not even know this chorus. We'll sing it twice. With eternity's values in view, Lord. With eternity's values in view. May I do each day's work. For Jesus, with eternity's values in view. We're looking for eternity. Sing along with me now. With eternity's values in view, Lord, with eternity's values in view, may I do each day's work. For Jesus, 
with eternity's values in view. Isn't, isn't it wonderful to be a Christian? Isn't it wonderful? To be? And I, oh man, I've been up over time. We got to eat, right? Man, you know, when Baptist, Brother Hoover, it, it, let's stand. Once you have the invitation here, there, it, you know, well, why there used to be an invitation song that we sang a lot of times. I, we, I don't know it completely, but it was it went like this: Why, why put off for salvation or service for God? It, the name of that song is "Why Not? Why Not? Why Not?" Get saved tonight? How it goes? But you know, why put off? You're missing everything. You might miss. We feel bad if we miss a football game. But uh, some people miss, miss heaven just because they put it off. Put it off. All my heart, I, for years, I loved, uh, I've been in the service and done things. I can't tell you how much joy I, I have in life. I would never go back. I'd never go back. Why don't you get in on it and, and accept that wonderful gift? Uh, brothers Hoover, I'm sorry to go so long, folks. I, I do this every time. I, Amen.